Everybody, welcome to the fun run. Um, Happy weekend! Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving weekend! I suppose if you're listening to it like right away. Um, IRL, it's the day after Thanksgiving, and we just ate some leftovers. We did. We ate a fair number of leftovers too. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to burst. Um, I was a little bit more reserved, though. I did eat quite a few deviled eggs, so yeah. I have that look to, to look forward to tomorrow morning. Right, the deviled um, egg farts. The deviled egg farts. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna run the hungry turkey tomorrow. And so I was telling Ryan that once he passes people, he doesn't have to worry about them catching him again because we'll just have deviled egg farts and they'll pass out. It'll right. just be like a, a, it's like bodies behind us. There'll be an episode, an episode, an article in the newspaper <laughs> on Sunday where it'll be like local disgusting morons stink up the, the stink up the turkey trot. The greater downtown area. It's not actually called the turkey trot, but I think, like, the word trot is kind of funny. Well, especially when you're talking about butt stuff. Yeah. Like, farts and... Cause that's, butt stuff? Well, people call diarrhea the trot sometimes. And that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I, is had, that... I had one professor in college used to call it the green apple splatters. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. You know, I was going to make a fart joke, but your professor has ruined it. I hope he's pleased with himself. He typically was. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, this is instantaneously devolved. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk a little... So, we're going to get to... We wanted to do one about destination runs. But then we were like, um, maybe not. So, instead, what we're going to talk about tonight is we're going to do a recap of the Rocky Run as a way to segue into stuff we've seen while running... You, hey, you seem to be in, like just you seem Am to be I in charge? charge. You're in charge of this one. Let's... And then we're gonna. That's what we're gonna talk about is because um, Ryan kind of got to talk more on the Rocky episodes. Did I? You did. This one, I might ta- end up talking a little more because um, I have a lot of stories. Yeah, we made. We went. We sat down to write out some notes for this episode. Now I tell you, this is like the second episode of Twelve or Thirteen where I wrote a thing down. Now, I wish you could actually see the piece of paper that I have here because it has, like, the <laughs> total, hang on, the total number of words, <laughs> 22 words. Maybe we'll take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. That your, was, your podcast notes. That was really good podcasting right there. Like, just dead silence. Where we heard you. Well, I count. One, one two, three. Yeah. 22. Do they have awards for podcasting? Because I'm pretty sure we're going to get them. Mm-hmm. Like, these two are mm-hmm. idiots. <laughs> Good grief. Okay, so yeah, so 22 words are... But, but yes. first, let's recap, because we talked all about Rocky, the croquet and then run. we did the thing, and then we were kind of like, meh, we don't need to talk about it now. We did the Rocky run. It was awful for me. No, it was awesome. Well, no, the entire weekend was one of the best weekends I've ever had. It, it was, was a so good fun. weekend. So thank you. So fun. Big thanks to hashtag Philadelphia. Oh my God, yes. Um, I'm hoping that Philadelphia will someday be a sponsor of the show. Way to just be, a, way to just be a, the city of brotherly love. Yeah. And we felt loved. Yeah, and we did notice that people expressed their love in Philadelphia by honking their horns. Lots. People love to honk their horns on the East Coast. If any of our listeners live in Philadelphia... And at this point, I think our listeners are our friend Brown Haired Mary. And I just learned my sister-in-law listens to the show. She does. Which I'm pumped because... Which, shout out to her. Yeah. She asked me after listening to Gross Stuff, she's like, the whole time I was listening to it, I was wondering, does Molly wash her hair after every run? Because I'll tell you what, if I had to wash my hair after every run, that'd be a deal breaker. And it was like... Is that an impression? No, so not it's at not all. it's not very good. Because it doesn't sound like <laughs> her at all. 
Yeah, she, 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 if Heather were to ask you that question, she would have been like, "Do you wash your hair every?" No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she doesn't sound like she doesn't sound like it, whatever that was. Um, and I was like, "No, no, I absolutely do not wash my hair after every run. Yeah. Who has that kind of time?" Right. Oh my god. No one. The answer, especially your hair. I know because there's so much of it. It's and like it's, washing a goat. It's 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 a commitment. Yeah. So I'm very excited that she listens to the podcast because she is. I have a brother. <clears throat> excuse me. And then I have my sister-in-law, who has always been, you know, like a sister to me. I call her sis. We're, we're pretty tight. She's a hoot. Um, yeah. These, my, my brother and sister-in-law are, are some real good people. So mm-hmm. my brother, I don't think, listens to the podcast. I'm not sure he would know what a podcast is. Um, he, he, should, is he should call my mom because she'll tell him where it is on YouTube. <laughs> he, might not, he might know that they're not on YouTube. <laughs> but my brother is the smartest person I've, I've ever known. Um, he is incredibly smart, and he's good at everything. Um, he's sort of that like old school kind of, you know, he's, he's really good um, handy. with machines Real and handy. with, with, he just knows, he just inherently knows how to do everything. I mean, he's just, he's a genius. Um, and then he's married to his wife, which is nice. Um, that's typically so, how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. They made, they went that route. Um, which um, I suppose is a choice for some. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Philadelphia was rad. Right. So yeah, like shout out. I want to, I want to make sure I mentioned, cause I was, I was very excited to hear that she's listening to the podcast. Yeah. So if you make it to this episode, Hey, thanks for, thanks for joining. And thanks for hanging in there. Tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rocky Run. We did all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. We did the the tour. Which was amazing. With oh my, my God. Kanda. So, okay, if you do one thing today after listening to this podcast, so I guess if you do two things today, go to Twitter and follow at I Look Like Rocky. His name is Mike Kunda, and this guy is amazing. If and, you. Yeah, and then ahead. for the love of God, stop doing things because two is already pushing it. Like, just go take a nap. Right. You're probably exhausted. That. Well, no, I book, know. Book your tour. Well, yeah. Book your tour. You got to book months in advance. If you think you're going to go to Philadelphia and get a Yo Philly Rocky film tour like that day, you're crazy. You're crazy. I, I booked our November tour in. It was February, wasn't it? Well, I started trying to book it in February, and yeah. it wasn't until um, later. Yeah, it was a it was a month or two later before I was actually able to confirm it. We've got two his, dead airs on this podcast because the volume of his requests is just like. So high, and it, it he is he's a, he's and he's, it's worth it. Oh, oh my god, my gosh. it's so worth it. it Even was, if you just kind of like the Rocky movies, it was a like blast. his story and his the way that he talks about things and the way that he talks about the city of Philadelphia and the movies. Um, I mean, he's a, a wealth of knowledge about everything, and it's just it was a good time, and it was just it was relaxing, and it he, was fun. And we were like, you were a little nervous. I was a little nervous too. I've never been on a guided tour like that before, and I have been on a few, and. They're like, they're either like that where mm-hmm. they're excellent and you have a great time, or they're not. There's yeah. kind of no middle ground. In fairness, though, I get nervous about just uh, just about everything. This was a pretty fair thing to be nervous yeah. about. But it but was, it was great. It was great. So, all right. So, there's our commercial for the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tour. Look it up. Do it. Go experience it. it you won't regret it. It is it is money well spent. It is a great time. Um, and Mike is just fantastic. Just so a sweet guy. I really hope that this information or the words that I'm saying here make my way to Mike's ears so that he knows that we had a wonderful time. And um, I really hope to have interactions with him in the future because he's just an amazing guy. So sure. All right, there you go. A bunch of free advertising to our four listeners. Yes. Then after the tour, um, I think that we did pizza for before the run. Well, we, we did do a rain-soaked walk through Philadelphia. We did to, to, to go get, get our, our packets. packets. That was yeah. real. That was real wet. I ruined a um, pair of shoes. You did. They smelled like 
you unlocked something inside of them. They were old running shoes. And when <laughs> I retire my running shoes, I wear them as my everyday street shoes. And so I wore these old, my old shoes, my Blue Wave, or no, Ocean Crush. Ocean Crush. Ocean Crush were the, were the if you look in, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, go there, look for pictures of blue shoes. Those are, that's Ocean Crush. And Ocean Crush has retired. Those are my, Ocean Crush was also my return to running shoes after mm-hmm. being injured. So that felt very good. Um, so I actually left them in Philadelphia because, yeah, getting rained on apparently unlocked a horrid stench that lived within them. Um, <laughs> and I'm not normally a smelly person, so that, that was pretty embarrassing. I was it was really, impressive. I was and he set them next to the the. It's not a radiator because we weren't staying in an old timey 1920s. I also didn't set. I set them next to a window. I didn't set them um, anyway, but we turned the heat up to dry our clothes because everything we were wearing was soaked. Even yes. our raincoats like right. did not hold up. Right. Um, drenched through. We come back later, and it's like the wet clothing, wet shoe. Yeah. Like our whole room just smelled like wet, sweaty, nasty. Right. Yeah. It was. But it was funky. It was unpleasant. This is one of those moments where I'm wishing we hadn't just said the thing we just said, because now I'm concerned that people are gonna think we're smelly. I am smelly. You're smelly after you run. You're not just like in. You don't just generally stink. No. By the end of the day. Uh, yeah. That's. Yeah, you do actually kind of have a. Yeah. You have a bit of a funk. And I do. I put deodorant on. I reapply throughout the day. Yeah, but you're not supposed to put it on your cheeks. Hmm. No. All right. Okay. That I thought that would be funnier than it was. I I had no rejoinder for it. It's so. all right. You're all full from turkey. I am. Um. And then the next day was the run. Well, that night though is when we got the pizza. We did get pizza, and the pizza was just okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna say where we got it. No, I've had better pizza for because sure. Because I don't remember. Um. But it was yeah. It was just okay. It's okay. And, I don't normally the the pizza before a race thing is not my favorite because I've had two good experiences and one no two bad experiences and one good one. This was the good one. Um, the last couple times I've tried to do that, that's Molly's thing. You are yeah. all about pizza before a race, whether it's a marathon or a five k. I read it somewhere and I was like, hey, that sounds like a good idea. And then I tried it the f- for I think the first half marathon I did, and I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> this works. Yes, carbs, Both of your protein. Marathons, and enough cheese so that I don't feel like I have to poop while I'm running. Right? It, gets, it sort of bounds up, <laughs> yeah. binds everything up, so it locks it in there with the cheese tank. Good to go. We did the opposite with the deviled eggs. And it's gonna yeah, be just, it's going to be... Know. It's going to be... <laughs> touch and go tomorrow. The few <laughs> listeners we have have abandoned ship at this point. <laughs> They're vomiting like, in the corner. Guys, I swear. So, all right. So, we... Yeah. So, we, we did the... We got up in the morning and... We walked to the race, which let me tell you something. Um, we've talked about in this podcast. On the uh, last episode, you were pre-race kinda, jitters. I kind of freak out. I kind of freak out. Um, you were cool as a cucumber. I was because we didn't have to like get Find there parking. and park. And nope. I wasn't worried we were going to miss the race. We just walked out of our hotel. We walked to the race and we got there, what, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes before it started? There were ample porta-potties. We, t- we pre-race tinkled. It was, it was just... Just real nice. We saw some people from Ohio. We did. Our good friends from Ohio Runs, I think. Is that who it was? Uh, I think so. Yeah, They Ohio follow Runs. us on the ground. They do follow us, which is great. Yeah. So shout out to Ohio Runs. Um, they run out of um, I don't, I don't Fleet Feet. Thing. Is it Fleet Feet? Fleet I didn't feet. want to say that. Yep. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so give them a follow. Great follow on, uh, on the Twitter and on Instagram. Um, but I saw them, and then I did the thing that I always do where I'm like, oh, I want to say hi to a person 
who doesn't know me and really doesn't care. And isn't as excited about the fact that we've seen them. I as, know. Yeah. We, like, we always, always get so, like, if we see people who have the same kind of shoes as us, we're like, oh, my God, they must be our best friends. Right. Somehow they know. They know. I know. I want to go talk to them. Be like, hey, look, your shoes are the same as my shoes. And I shoes. did that. And I can't, I, have we talked, did I tell that story on here where I went, I, it was after the, the, uh, I think the Broke Man Half Marathon. Oh, maybe. Um, it was after a half marathon, and I went, and we were leaving, and a guy was walking, and he had the new version of the Saucony Guide. I think he had Guide 10s yeah. at the time. This is a couple years ago. And I was like, I went up to him, and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, how do you like the Guide 10s? Because in my mind, everybody wants to talk about their running shoes Yeah. after a race. And he was like, yeah, they're fine. Get away from me. He didn't mm-hmm. say get away from me, but he said it with his eyes. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I... I I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be pushy, and I'm not going to be like, no, you're going to talk to me. Like, I was like, oh, cool. He doesn't want to talk to me. That's fine. I walked away. Um, but, yeah, I was kind of like, I was, remember I was, like, really disappointed. I, I didn't like that he wasn't nearly as excited about socking the guides as I am. Um, little something about my past life. Uh, I used to do that all the time where I'd just, like, end up in a conversation with a stranger. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure how it would happen. Like, the next thing I know, I'm in this long conversation with a stranger. I, we know all about each other's lives. We've, like, exchanged our Zodiac information and uh, my, I used to get in trouble for that all the time because it would take up all kinds of time. Be yeah. like, I'd glance over my shoulder and see like the look at the watch and the tapping of the foot. I'd be like, "What? I'm making friends." To be clear, that wasn't for me. No, not at all. Okay, because you're exactly like me. Because I would, I'd probably be talking either with yeah. them or to somebody else. Yeah, the two you and I can't like we trip over each other trying to meet new people yeah. and ingratiate ourselves to them. It, yeah, so that was disappointing. But but it is. But it was okay, though. So I forget. How do we segue to that? Um, we saw people from Ohio. Yes. And so we didn't say anything to him before the race. And we did later, though. The way that the Rocky Run is set up is that you do a 5K. Yep. And then there's a brief break, and then you do a 10-mile run. Which so I knew I knew I was in trouble as soon as the 5K started. You did. I you, did. Yeah. I was like, oh, everything hurts. Yeah, you were dragging it a little bit. So I stayed oh with you, God. though. I stayed with you. At you the, stayed with me for the 5K. To the detriment of my own finish time. Yeah. I stayed with you. Um, and then I was just like, I was kind of burned out. Yeah. We made it about a mile into the 10 miler and I was like, okay, see you later. Yeah. I was hurting. Yeah. I think to, I, this is what I think. I'm really used to having a full taper week. Yeah. Where I do a taper long run too. Yeah. So seven full days of taper with like a, a nice seven mile as my long run Mm -hmm. and then some twos and threes in there. Right. We did not do that. No, we did our 12-mile, our final long training run. We did a 12-mile run on Saturday. A week later was the half marathon. Yeah, and I was just super aware of the fact that the weekend before I had done 12 miles. So live and learn. It was an experiment. Yep, new strategy for yep. Flying Pig. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll yep. do a taper because I'm doing more races then, and then you, this is sort of yep. your thing. So. But on the other hand, seemed to be fine for you because you crushed it. This, if you take out the flying pig training cycle, and, and it wasn't until I got hurt. Yeah. Like, I was running really well during the flying pig training in the spring. The Columbus Half Marathon, the, the six months before, so a year ago from, like, right now. Also really good. Um, that training cycle was really good for me. I mean, I'm running, the last year and a half I've been running really well. And if you take out the, not the deviated septum, what the hell? That's not, torn meniscus. Torn meniscus. <laughs> What's a deviated septum? Is that like when your ass falls out? <laughs> no, that's a that's anal prolapse. Oh my god, that's actually a thing. Your ass can fall out. Yeah. Like that. Okay, you know what? I really don't want to segue into that. What's a deviated septum? Though? It's your nose. It's like when people have um, a lot of time it causes snoring or sleep oh, okay. apnea or um, 
chronic sinus infection, stuff like that. <laughs> chronic. Um, it's funny because all of the starlets used to go get their noses done and then say, oh, I got a deviated septum corrected. When, as like a cover for the fact that they got their nose done. Or for like cocaine use. I'm or just because they just wanted a, just because they wanted a new nose, right? All right, awesome. Man, you know all the things. I know some things. Um, so you PR'd. I did. I PR'd, and I would have been even running up the the tallest hill. That was the biggest. They call it Drago. That was the biggest GD hill I've ever seen in my entire and life, and it never ended. It was very large. And I was so angry. A lot of people were walking. Now you and I run hills well. We do. Um, even I had to walk for a few. Like a couple Which strides. To me, is crazy. I, know. I have never seen you walk. I, I was like, "What is happening to my body?" I, uh, uh. And I think I must have been doing the thing where I felt like I was running. I'm like, I am running a hundred miles an hour up this hill. I was probably walking. No, I was yeah. well, I was running very slowly. I was very aware of it. I was like, "This this hill is tall," but I didn't I didn't get past by well, the hill. That was my goal. Is you not got to the top of the hill, me. and then you turned a corner, and it was like, "Holy shit!" There's more hill. Yeah. And it was one hill. of those like secret hills. Oh my god, it was awful. Yeah, it was rough. It was. It really was. Um, and like I said, hills are something we typically yeah, do well. This was this was a particularly brutal hill. This was no regular hill. I know. So then, because of the way the course is set up, it kind of loops back on itself. And I make this joke all the time, and Ryan's tired of it. But it's like it's kind of like an M.C. Escher course where you're uphill and then you're uphill again. And it's like, how can I keep running uphill? Like eventually, I have to run downhill. So all of us, all the people in the pack that I was in, there was sort of this like murmur going around like, oh my God, we're going to have to run the hill again. Oh my God, this is, I can't do it. And then we realized that the people we had just passed on the hill were running up the hill we had just finished mm-hmm. and we didn't actually have to go up a hill again. It does seem It was like very that. confusing. It really does because I had, I was well ahead of you at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I, no, you were. I, I didn't mean to say it like that though. Yeah, you were. I was ahead of you. And I was running, and I had the exact same thing. Yeah. I'm running down the hill, and I'm seeing all these people running up the hill, and I think I'm behind them. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm I, so I had yes. a, I, I had one Because I was looking for you. I thought you were ahead of me, and I was looking for you. I had one of those moments where I'm like, it wasn't one of my finer moments. So I'm running down the hill, and for some reason, the degrade, or the decline, why am I saying it like that? I don't know. The Good decline. Enough. Decline. Well, the decline. <laughs> decline wasn't as much as the incline, you see. So the the downhill didn't seem to be as much as <laughs> as much of a of a decline in the uphill. I'm like shot now. So all right, you gotta take over. But so I'm having the same experience and I'm looking over and I'm like, okay, I am running faster than those people. Like I'm looking at who it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but like I'm I was having some some not not great thoughts. I don't want to repeat them because yeah. I don't want to come off like a jerk. Because then I'll be doing the thing where I apologize for the thing that I did. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I noticed that they're all in the C and D corral. Yeah. Because you could see they had the corral listed on our bibs, and we were in the A corral somehow. I don't. I think that was a mistake. See, by but, that time I was delirious, so I couldn't read anymore. Right. You were just laying on the ground. Yeah. Begging for pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I, that's when I realized I'm like, oh my god, they're actually behind me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God I don't have to do that hill again. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, no. What if you've done the thing now and there's a different hill you just don't know about? Yeah. So I spent the entire rest of the race wondering where the hill was. And there was no, there was not another hill. It was in your mind, Ryan. I know. To climb the <laughs> mental hill. Always the toughest one for me. Yeah. 
So, all right. So, yeah. So, the Rocky run was amazing. I set a PR. It was great. You did. You um, crushed it. I was trying to see Molly at the finish line because one of my favorite things to do at races is see Molly cross the finish line, whether she's right next to me or whether she's in front of me or whether I'm in front of her. Like, it just, it's my favorite. It was probably my second favorite thing other than, like, you know, the satisfaction of doing the thing is seeing her cross yeah. the finish line as my racing buddy. I always get so excited to see you when you're doing a race that I'm not. Because typically, if we're doing the race together, he's not crossing after me he's either crossing with me or ahead of me so there are a few occasions when I've gotten to see him cross the finish line and like it's funny because I know he's coming and but then I see him and I'm like oh my god it's him it is like I'm so surprised I remember specifically uh (laughs) flying pig when I saw it, because like when you did the Athens marathon, you finished on a track, and I could see yeah, you, you could see me coming I, I could around see the corner, you yeah. entering the track. Um, so I was on the straightaway of the track, and she entered from the opposite straightaway. Yeah. So I could I could see her coming from forever away, um, and so I was all prepared, and I yelled I don't know something at her, um, and then for but for the uh, flying pig marathon that you did. I mean, that was just a sea of people. And so yeah. it's like... And that's how it was for you, too, because it was just... It was a big field. Yeah. So you, yeah. I was kind of looking for you. And it's hard to spot it people in a, in, a, in a pack. It is. Um, and so when I when I finally did see you uh, at the Flying Pig, it was really amazing. And I yelled mm-hmm. something at you, and you didn't hear me because you had your headphones in. But... Well, and I was dying. Yeah. 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 I think I yelled something. I yelled something profound and beautiful, but... It's it okay. Was. It's lost forever. It's, it's no big deal. It's fine. Um, so fast forward to the Rocky Run, and I'm waiting to see you cross the finish line, and this one race director kept moving people, which, you know what, she was absolutely, it was her job. She yeah. was absolutely right to do that, so I'm not knocking the race director. But there were all these people standing in front of me who were not even running the race, and they weren't race officials. They were just people. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I was one, I was like, how did you even get back here? Yeah. And then... I was like, why do I have to move when this group of people standing here doesn't have to? They weren't taking pictures. They were just mm-hmm. literally standing there. Um, and so I moved, and then I snuck back in behind them, and then she caught me. And then she was mm-hmm. like, you need to move. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm sorry. And I did. I apologize. Yeah. And so I moved back further to where I could see you, and I was, like, well out of the way of the finishers. I mean, to begin with, I wasn't standing, like, right now. I wasn't No, you were a little ways guy. down. I mean, yeah. I went through the cur- the chute. I moved a good ways down because I finished the race, slowed down, and then walked over to the side. And so... Again, she, a third time, tells me, now as part of a group, you guys have to move back. You cannot stand here. And I was like, I mean, at that point, I was well off to the side. I was not in the way. Yeah. I think, I, I felt like I was well out of the way. Yeah. Like, but, so, as I turn around to walk, I walk out of the way again, and I turn around and saw you. Yeah. You I had just missed you cross the finish line. So, yeah. Or crossing the finish line. So, I didn't get to see you finish, but I got to see you right away. And um, I, I kind of collapsed in, into his arms and just started crying. I was like, that was so hard. Well, and it was a really meaningful race. So, there was that, too. And yeah, so we Very did, emotional. We just sort of, like, walked arm in arm, like, off the yeah. racetrack and over to the had area some, where they had the little candy thing. Got our medals. Then we went up and... Got our sweet medals, which look... Check, oh, my God. Check, they're huge. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at RM Radio now. Yeah. Uh, and look at our medals. Those medals are boss. They are so... So cool. And then we went up to the top of the steps. Uh-huh. It was some, freezing. It, by that point, yeah. Oh, my God. The wind had kicked up, and it was so cold. Because we, I was really well-dressed for that race, which you is were. rare. Yeah. Because it was cold, but the sun was out. And we were able to strip off some gear after the 5K which and then go back and do. get it yeah. um, for when it's cold. And then we walked back to the hotel slowly, mm-hmm. painfully. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit out of it. Yeah. You I, were. I you hurt, ran hard. I hurt myself a yeah. little bit. There's a picture of me on the on the museum steps. Where I'm just like I'm, I'm kind of like, pale and trying shaky. to put my medal on. <laughs> just like, 
because I did. I, I did. I ran hard um, in that race. But so we got back to the hotel and then we kind of uh, showered and then we went and we were starving by this point. So we went and found a nice little diner. Got some breakfast. Got some breakfast. And then we bummed our shopping. Philly for the day. and Slowly. Then, walked slowly around Yeah. Philly. And then we went and got dinner at a place called the <sighs> Victor Cafe. And that. Which if you are familiar oh with God. the Rocky franchise, that is the restaurant that poses as Adrian's in Rocky Balboa Creed and Creed 2. And so... That was really, really amazing oh, for us. Oh, it was us. really um, special. And Molly put, so Molly put all this together. Like, I didn't, I wasn't involved in the planning of any of this. This was all for my birthday. Um, my birthday was back in June, but she put this all together, and I'm just real grateful to her for doing it. Um, just really special, and I, I, just, I literally, it's probably the best birthday present I've ever gotten. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, so we have this beautiful dinner. And uh, I was, we just had such a great well, time. We saw it. We ran into Mike. And, we did. And this restaurant is so cool. If you ever have a chance to go, it's it's pricey because it is, it is. a beautiful, but it's um, it, delicious restaurant. Yeah. But one of the quirks about it is the wait staff are all trained opera singers. Yes. So as you're eating, um, every maybe 20 minutes or so. I don't know about that. Yeah. About that, um, someone rings a little bell, mm-hmm. and then a waiter comes out explains the aria they're about to sing which is great because like i don't understand opera so they tell us sort of the backstory and the context and you work in a fancy art museum too i do and then proceed to perform it beautifully and intensely beautifully and our waiter did one it was great it was fantastic it was the the best one but so in this house this place if this place didn't this is not a rocky restaurant. You're no, not going to no, go no, in no. and see boxing gloves hanging everywhere. No. Um, there are there are They do have some, the memorabilia upstairs. Right. There's some rocky memorabilia, but very I mean there's like there's like eight pictures in a corner. And the upstairs you can go upstairs and have cocktails before your reservation. Mm-hmm. It's like a little tribute corner. Right. And there is the rocky painting, but that is not this is not a rocky restaurant. No. In fact, and I want to be clear, there is no bigger Rocky fan on the planet. You might have noticed in the last 19 episodes of The Fun Run where we talk about Rocky nonstop. <laughs> our waiter was so delightful, and apparently we were behaving ourselves. Because uh, the table next to us. Yeah, some of the folks in the restaurant that night were a little raucous because they were in town for the Rocky Run, so big Rocky fans. Being rowdy, um, making tons of noise. And we actually got complimentary drinks because... As an he, apology for the rowdy Rocky fans. Yeah, he was, he was apologizing <laughs> because he's like, oh, you know, sometimes the Rocky fans come in and can get a little loud, and I'm like oh we were like yeah those rocky fans yeah we're, we're not here for Ooh, rocky we are no. here because your restaurant is beautiful because we love opera yes we are connoisseurs of opera and so that tells me that you can be a rocky fan and also have some and also get a free drink and be and be polite <laughs> yeah you know, and not be an idiot and act like you've been in a nice restaurant before it's like <laughs> it's not a freaking hooters like it's just a nice this is a nice this is a nice place man so overall yes it was one of the best trips i've ever oh my gosh on. no yeah. doubt and so and it was like, you know, I have a thing in my life, and this is going to sound a teeny bit like feeling sorry for myself, but I think Molly might back me up on this. I kind of have crummy luck sometimes. Like, I've, I've actually decided that he has, a, like, a regular, his, bo- his personal physical body has an irregular electromagnetic field. Yeah. And this causes him to run into unfortunate luck. Yes. And it's not like, I mean, I, listen. Because, like, electronics freak out around him sometimes. Yeah, my friend Tyler thinks that I'm a walking EMP. Um Thank God I'm good with this stuff and I can figure it out for the most part. But every once in a while I'll call him and be like, Tyler, can you help me with this? And he's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, but the, uh, yeah. So, and again, this is not serious stuff. I don't mean to make it sound like, you know, I kn- there are people out there with honest to God problems. Um, this is a, this is, this definitely rates on the scale of sweating the small stuff. Um, and so 
it, it was like little things will just like we, a weekend trip. It'll be a lot of little things that don't go right. I'm like Clark Griswold in that way. Yeah. Um, we have a lot in common, me and that guy. And this weekend trip to Philadelphia, none of that. Everything went pretty perfect. perfect. And there were there were opportunities for things to go awry. Yeah. And they didn't. And they everything. Literally everything went perfect. Well, and then some stuff like worked out bizarrely in our favor. We couldn't have predicted that we wanted it to work out that way. So, like parking, for example, we got there and the hotel had changed ownership since I booked it because I booked this the hotel like way back in August of last year. Yeah. And um, when we got there, he's like, "Oh, well, parking is valet only, and it's fifty dollars a night." And I was like, hmm, the the F you say? And we stayed here before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And last time it, you had the option. So I was like, no, I'm not paying that. And is there any way you can sort of like honor the fact that when I booked it, that was not the case. Yeah. No one told me. There was no communication. I got a communication saying that anyway. I, I was very, I was polite. I did not get too. You were. You were I did firm not get but polite. salty with him. And finally he was like, well, there is a city garage across the street, but it's a city garage. And like it's full of, like remember that my the little kids in the Michael Jackson beat it. Yes. Like, that ver- like yeah. it's just and, packed with those batter. with those little ruffians. That's what you're thinking. You're thinking of the, the Michael Jackson did a mu- music video for Bad. Yeah. There was a kid version of it where yeah. it's little kids doing all the parts. And they're all dressed up oh as the characters. God, it's, it's so hilarious. good. So that's what I'm envisioning. We get over there, we pay to park, and we're figuring it's going to be like thirty bucks a night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ninety. Did I something do like seventy between nine, seventy and hundred dollars. And it's there for three days. We go to leave, and and I only... put and I put in the ticket. It was like twenty five bucks. And we just looked at each other, and Brian was like, "Just swipe your card, swipe your card. Let's go, let's go." Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, but yeah, even like that. So it was a wonderful trip. And then we stopped at the Flight ninety three Memorial on oh, the way which back, was which is somber, beautiful, and, beautiful and haunting, and really well done. Yes. If you're if you're yes. anywhere near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Uh, do it's, yourself a favor. Stop and see the United ninety three flight memorial. It's a little out of the way, but it's worth it. I didn't say it right. Not not United ninety three flight memorial. Flight ninety three. Flight ninety three yeah. memorial. No, it was um, really beautiful. Yeah, and, it's it's hard. I mean, there's some stuff in there yeah. that's tough. Obviously, um, it's not a happy place to visit, no. but very beautifully done. Um, and it's on the national parks. If you're a national parks buff like Molly, which I am. Oh my god, you can go get your passport stamped. Such a nerd. All right. For so yeah. So big thanks to Molly. I had a wonderful time. You're just, welcome. You know, thank you and good job. Good job doing the half marathon. Thanks. I just, you know. You too. Real, I was super impressed well, with you. You no, had a really good but, showing. I guess. But good job. No, I mean, like, really. You just, you're, mm. you're good people, man. So are I you. I appreciate it. All right. So now that we're, now that we've burned through all of our time for this episode, but, let's get on like, to the topic. we just talked about a whole lot of stuff that we saw while we were there. Fair enough. So stuff we saw while running. So, and this is, I actually only have a couple things here. So actually, I want you to start um, with some things that you've, so the, the topic, did we even say? It's stuff we've seen while running. Yeah. So we saw a bunch of stuff in Philadelphia. Yep. <laughs> right. um, so one of my favorite, favorite things to do when I travel is to run in whatever city it is I'm in. It helps me sort of orient myself and figure out where I am. And I have this app that I uh, love, and it's um, Roadside Attractions. And so I'll go and I'll see if there's any roadside attractions that I can go run to or jog by. And so it it's one of my favorite hobbies. And... Um, so I've got a few. The first one I want to talk about is um, I took a trip up the Pacific Coast Highway with my aunt. PCH. PCH. Sure. So this was when I was in college, high school, right after high school. Are you asking me? Because I don't know. I was 18. Okay. I was young. I was a youngster. <laughs> and um, if you've ever done that drive, it's just stunning. Like 
beautiful. You're on the ocean. And like if you're lucky, you see whales out in the out off the side of the cliffs. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. And so all of those great seaside shots that you see in Hollywood films, a lot of them are done on the PCH. Like Austin Powers? Yes. Is that the Pacific Coast Highway? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So when the cars are like driving along the cliffs and yeah. So when you're doing that drive too, you get to pass through all of these really famous towns. And we were going from LA to San Francisco. That was, and it's a multi-day trip because it's really long. Were you in a trolley? No, we were in her, um, her Volkswagen Jetta. So kind of. Yeah. (laughs) God, every Volkswagen ever made sounds the same. It's like. I know. (laughs) Um, So we get to Redwood National Forest, which is on the way to San Francisco, um, up on Northern California. And I get it in my head as we're pulling up because we're going to go to the park because I love national parks. I'm like, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to, I'm going to run amongst the redwoods and this is going to be spiritual. It's going to be wonderful. So my aunt's like, okay, whatever. She's a cool lady. She's kind of kooky. She's like, you, you do you. I got a book to read. It'll be fine. So I go into the National Park bathroom, and I change into my running clothes because have running clothes will travel. Of course. And um, go for this run, and it is beautiful, but it is hot. It is like pushing 90. And I get back, and I am just sweaty and stinky and, like, gross. And now i got to get back in the car, and we're going to Monterey. So we've got, like, a few more hours in the car before we get to Monterey. <laughs> So I'm like, what do I do? And my aunt goes, well, you could take a whore's bath in the bathroom. And I'm like, what is that? She goes, oh, honey, you just splash a bunch of water in your pits and your business, and then we'll put clothes on and go. And I was like, okay. So I take all of my jeans and my um, my shirt and everything, and I go and I do my whore's bath, get back in the car, and it was probably one of the itchiest, crustiest, <laughs> nastiest rides all the way to Monterey and when we get to the hotel like I can't get in the shower fast enough do you have to like scrape your skin off I, when you got the... I'm like out of my way because you are you are a funk bucket in the summertime I do I get oh my god I get this like salt like my sweat dries and it leaves this white salty crust Which, on my that, skin that happens to me in the winter time if I'm wearing a hat but it happens to you in like regular weather I, I must have very salty sweat. You're just a stinky runner. Like, and it's like, and, and what's nice is it doesn't happen while we're running. Either that, or, or it's just staying behind us, like the deviled egg farts. But it's like, I, I don't know. Like, we finish a run, it's like, hey, good, good God. Yep. So I got to run amongst the redwood trees, which was pretty wild. They're huge and beautiful, and the whole place smells like a, like a candle. Like one of those really fancy <laughs> I had no idea what you were going to say. I, I was like, where is she going with this? Like, she's, it smells like a... Uh, and it was one of those things where my mind slowed down. And I was yeah. like, oh, there was all these... I didn't know what you were going to say. And all these funny options right there. And you're like, candle. Like a, like a real fancy candle. <laughs> God. Did it smell good on the decline when you were going down? <laughs> so when I've traveled, like, abroad. So I've been to Paris and London. Paris. Pelly. Rumble. Um, I don't know what that was. I've always made a point to bring my running gear, of, of course, and then go find. That's kind of my favorite way to see a site is to go run to it and then kind of run around it and check it out that Are way. Are lots of people running in Paris, like around the, the, oh, the Toulon? Not the, really. The not, a, not a ton of well, joggers. Well, because they're too busy smoking cigarettes. Well, and eating baguettes and yes. being so cool. 
so much cooler than Americans. Sure. I got so London. If you've ever been to London, um, does Isn't not jolly and old. Yes, um, it does not have a city grid like a typical grid because it's the city's ancient. Right. It's grown up over um, hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. and so there are lots of and you have your little. When you go to London, you buy a little map book called the A to Z, and that sort of tells you where you are, but it's not to scale. And it's like this classically super helpful book that is also not helpful and deceptive. So I would take my little A to Z, and I'd stick it down in my sports bra, and then go for a run in London. This was before you could just pull up GPS um, and look online and do like map my run. That didn't exist yet. And so when I was running in London one time trying to find some sites, I got lost and then had to ask very kind Londoners to help me get back to my hotel. And they were not impressed with me at all. They were like, mm, that's, this American girl's going to get kidnapped. And <laughs> I remember reading her about her, uh, about her in the yeah. news. going to be in the Z block. Yeah. Good grief. London. Yeah. Did you see Big Ben? I did. Did you run up the stairs? I did not. We were not that close. Uh, I, can you even go? I don't know if you can go inside Big Ben. You can not. go inside. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we didn't live that close. I, we were in like the Notting Hill area. Oh, that was a good movie with Hugh Grant and Julie Roberts. Yeah. I didn't see them either. They weren't there? No. No. Then why even go? Uh-huh. If you're not going to see Hugh Grant, what what is the point of going to London? I imagine he's just wandering the streets of London being sort of like awkward and bumbling. Yeah. And charming. Yeah. Jovial. Yeah. Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Remember when he like did the thing with the hooker and got mm, all kinds of trouble? Yeah. yeah. Not a good color on him. No, that's no. all right. I don't mean hey, it's his business. Who cares? I didn't like that you know, why did it just splash all over the place? You know? <laughs> it's bad enough. He was married to or with Liz Hurley at that point, Elizabeth yeah. Hurley. And but man, they, a they woman broke up. Like he's been punished enough. A woman who loves herself some white pants. What? She is always wearing white pants. Hugh Grant? No, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh. Okay. That's yeah, a thing. I don't follow Elizabeth Hurley. Always I don't should. either. I just, every time I see her, she's in white pants, and I'm like, bold choice. You know, we're going to, hey, Elizabeth Hurley, if you listen to the show, um, I'm going to follow you. I think, I think you're brave to wear white pants all the time. Yeah. Give Hugh Grant a chance, and we're going to follow you on Instagram. Okay. It's been like 50 years. I'm sure they're back together now. So, all right. So, the, is it my turn? Yeah. I've decided we're taking turns, apparently. <laughs> God, we are so good at this. So, I, um, my my story is kind of, it has a bad word in it. So That's okay. I'm giving you, spoiler, it's not a spoiler warning, but like an adult content warning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say a curse word. I don't like to curse a lot on the fun run. So, um, we sometimes will develop stories for people whilst running. Like, we'll be running and we'll see someone and we're like, oh, this person is this. Or like, we'll decide, or if we see two people running, we'll decide that they have a story and we'll figure mm-hmm. out their story. Yeah. Um, and then we assume that we're always right. Yeah. Um, like, for example, all bicyclists are assholes. You gotta, man, you gotta, you gotta lay off the cyclists. No, they don't listen to the podcast. It's called The Fun Run. They hate runners just as much as I hate them. Okay. You know what they're doing? If, they, if they're listening to this podcast, it's to find out where I'm going to be running next so they can run me over with their freaking bicycles and their little <laughs> bells and their little super tight <laughs> pants. Your view, like all cyclists are cartoon villains to you. <laughs> they are. They have long, curly mustaches. <laughs> And they're always like, they're always like running me over. <laughs> I'm going to get a fight with one of these days. There's going to be like a freaking Donnybrook with me and a bicyclist down by the river. <laughs> and I won't be able to hurt him because I'll like go to the body, you know, because I don't want to like punch they him in the face. They don't have any body. They're no, all tiny. They wear that like padded shirt. Well, and they're like tiny. Yeah. So you go to punch him and it'll just be like, Pew! They'll just turn sideways. <laughs> yeah. Like, where'd it go? <laughs> right. 
So, yeah. And then I'm going to throw their bike in the river because I'm just... I'm, <laughs> and the little bell. Ding, ding. They're little titanium bikes that weigh three ounces. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate that. Anyway. So, if, if you're a bicyclist who shares the trail with people and doesn't go around it like you're in a freaking Ferrari... We're not talking like, about you. A guy is, like, going around a corner and, like, leaning down so far his knee is touching the ground. And he's like, the trail is mine, bitches! And then just runs me over. Oh, I said a bad word. And then, you know... You're whatever. about to say another one. I know. So, anyway, bicyclists don't run people over. Runners have every right to be out there, too. So... <laughs> we saw this one guy one time, and he was running in what I would describe as a funny way. He was running with his knees. He looked tired, too. He did look very tired, but his knees were running. He was running with his legs all out in front of him. Like, his legs never yeah. went behind him somehow. And his head kind of tipped up. And I'm doing the motion as though people can see me. I really need to get what <laughs> a podcast is. Because I'm, I'm telling this, like, really visual visual story. His, and hands I'm using, just, his hands are just flapping around. I'm gesticulating wildly. <laughs> um, and so... He's making kind of intense eye contact with me to make sure that I can see that he's doing the motion. Well, you were looking at me earlier, so I'm like, are we supposed to look at each other while we, <laughs> while we talk? Is this part of, like, good storytelling? Like, it is. It's it's like a it's an old acting technique. That I can, like, stare deep. Are we, like, it's from our, improv. Are we, like, in an old-timey radio show? We're improving. Is there going to be a commercial that plays between this that talks about buying war bonds? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I... <laughs> We see this guy running, and he's running with his, like, his knees all up in front of him. And it, he was running toward a porta potty He didn't actually go there. He never, yeah. But I hear, rises a step behind me, and all I hear is, I got a shit. <laughs> like, in so, my ear. <laughs> so, in my mind... This guy was running like that because he had to poop. And, and so he was running to the porta potty thinking, he, oh had God, not, sure. he had not addressed this person. Like, we hadn't discussed this person before he says this, yeah. but of course I know exactly who he's talking about. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. And that was like, you know, a long time ago. And so now, even still, we'll see somebody be like, I got her shit. Or sometimes we'll watch him each other run yeah. and our form will be such that like Good we're Lord. tired and it's like or we'll say i'm doing the i got a shit run today yeah. good grief <laughs> all right so i saw a weird guy who i thought had to poop okay good stuff i, t- I don't have much for this one like all my <laughs> stuff was i went to the rocky run had a good time so one of my favorite things that i've run to um when i used to have contract work in, down in cincinnati and i spent a lot of time down there working for the school system and um i would stay in this hotel downtown the very majestic the garfield garfield suites inn which i agree with you oh man it's a great like it's our, it, now it's condos they converted it to condos our colleagues at the time did not appreciate the garfield but i stayed there man, only once and i i agree with you i it was you a good, could get it was a, so the day. rooms were all suites they all had kitchenettes Weren't and they, they, apartments at one point? they were like little apartments and I would have to go down there and stay all the time. And so I would bring my own food. And mm-hmm. for me, it was great. And I full size refrigerator? Yep. I only got charged 80 bucks a night. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. And yes, it was very dated. Because you and I cared about saving money for the organization. Yeah. Less and than other people cared occasionally about. I would get upgraded. There we, was, we cared more. Sorry. We cared more. And so there was one evening where I got upgraded to the Grant, Ulysses S. Grant presidential suite. Did it smell of whiskey and cigars? I wish. Um, all of the upstairs... Like the, 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 what do you call it? Penthouse suites. Yeah. We're all named after Ohio presidents. So. Definitely. Were they were they actual penthouse suites? Yeah. With like gross magazines and everything like that? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, no. You had to bring your own. Oh, okay. You had to bring your own yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, so I would go for runs downtown and go see the sights of Cincinnati. 
And my favorite thing to do is run across the river into Kentucky. Because then I could be like, I ran to Kentucky today. (laughs) And it it always felt very impressive to run to a different state, even though it was like a mile away. It's across a bridge. It's across a bridge. (laughs) I ran to Covington. It was a quarter of a mile. Right. Um, So I'd go and I'd run across the river in Kentucky. And I... (laughs) There's this phenomenon, and I don't know if it's anywhere else in the country. I haven't looked it up, but Ohio has a lot of flying saucer houses. This was a trend in the 1950s where you would build an aluminum house that looks like a flying saucer with, like, porthole windows and antennas sticking up out of it, and it was, like, lifted up off the ground. So there's a flying saucer twin house in Carlisle, two flying saucers connected together by a walkway. There's one up in the Akron area, and then there's one in Covington, Kentucky. And it's up this huge hill. And so I was like, I'm going to run to the flying saucer house. And so I did. And it was one of the creepiest experiences ever. Because you get to this house and it's like surrounded by a fence. Like with beware of creatures signs around. Like dog. Like angry attack dog signs. And so I sort of did with those things. I ran up the hill. Took a look at it. was like, okay. And turned around and ran right back down the hill. <laughs> back across the river. I was like, I need to get back to Ohio right now. Yeah, Kentucky's weird. Yeah. When you said signs with creatures, I was like, ooh. Like, are they, yeah, are they like, fully embracing this thing? And I wish. Like, but now just dogs. I wish. Oh, well. So, yeah. There's a flying saucer houses in Ohio. If you are in a different state and you are aware of a similar trend, like maybe you have houses shaped like shoes or feet feet i guess that's not that different than shoes but okay <laughs> sorry I was try- i'm just trying to be involved <laughs> I, don't, I don't know just did after thanksgiving i don't even know what's going on your brain is me mostly mac and cheese at this point it is, man. <laughs> yeah i do like mac and cheese all right, is that the end of your story? Yeah. I don't want to cut you. Okay. So, all right. So, I, I only have one more. So, um, and so I should do one more, and then there's a story I want you to tell, and I you have to remind me if you've told it on this podcast okay. before. Okay, okay. But the story about the time you decided to run up a mountain. Oh, my God, in California? Yeah, okay. yeah I'll tell that story. All right, story. So, so here's my Mine's really quick. So, I was running at a pl- place called Black Lake Park, which is near our house, and it's like a big, um, it's a big place and it's one of those places where you go and you run and run and run and you haven't gone anywhere it's like in a weird time warp yeah you'll be running for like three and a half hours and you look at your your device and it's like i've gone a third of a mile how's that even possible and it's got it's crushed gravel it's wilderness it's there's paved parts of it you can go out and run along a street if you want to it's crazy so i was running out there by myself one evening and i've had two creepy runs out here so i'll mush these together in one story so one run i was out there on halloween last year so this is halloween 2017 I'm out there running through the wilderness part of the trail, and I've got my headphones in, and my music is kind of cranked, because you rarely see other people out there. Yeah. You can usually do a, a three, four-mile run and not see another person. And so I run along, and I'm thinking, man, if someone were to, like, pull some shit on the trail, like, this would be the time to do it. Like, if somebody's going to, like, dress up as Michael Myers and, like, stand out in the woods when you're running <laughs> by, like, Halloween is the time, because it was, like, the sun had started to go down, yeah. so it was, like, dusk, right? Yeah. Dusk is the evening one, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Dusk. Yeah, dawn. Duh. Idiot. So the it's it's dusk and I'm like it's kind of like I'm getting freaked out. Yeah. And part of the reason I'm freaked out is because I have no sense of what's happening around me because my music is so loud. So most people just go, "Hey, I'm a little freaked out. Let me take my headphones out." Not me because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I decide I'm going to turn my music up because then that will cure me of fright. It'll scare the ghosts away. It'll scare the ghosts. Yeah. 
So I'm like, I'm going to scare them away with some Motorhead, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> so I've now got my music even louder, and I'm running, and I look down, and I realize I'm running like 30 seconds a mile faster than I normally do. Was the ghost of Lenny right there with you? No. Protecting you? Lenny. Lemmy. Lemmy. With M's. Let me kill Mr. Yeah, he's dead. I know. So, I mean, come on. He's lucky he lived as long as he did. So the, um, yeah, so I was super freaked out, and then I got out of the woods, and I was like, I don't even want to run anymore. But I had to because my car was really far away, so I had to turn and go down. Like that, you know, where the crushed gravel path is super wide, and that's a little more, you know, I guess people friendly. It's not in the woods. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I I got scared on Halloween last year of nothing. Of literally not like nothing happened. But what, a, what it about? It wasn't the... like well, hang on, this is a different story. Okay. So it wasn't like a twig snapped or anything. I was literally scared of nothing. So a little bit later, uh, at some other point, I'm running on the, at the same place, and I'm on the uh, wider portion. Portion? How wider portion of the trail? <laughs> I'm on a wider portion of the trail. These I'm, accent bits that we're doing yeah, are really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm drunk. It's fine. So I'm on the trail, and there's woods on either side of the trail, but it's a wider <laughs> expanse of trail. But it's crushed gravel. So I'm running along having a good time. And it's not uncommon to see deer. Yeah. When you're, I mean, it's Ohio. They're everywhere. You know? Yeah. There's one in our living room right now. <laughs> no. He's having some macaroni and cheese. So we. Um, I looked over like You did? What are you doing? There's not actually a deer in there. I did. I looked over like I'm going to say, like, hey. What the hell? Dude, you have a master's degree. So. <laughs> not in deer. I am fair enough. Or anything intelligent, apparently. So, um, yeah, this this podcast is really on the decline now. <laughs> Remember that from earlier? I do. See how I'm bringing it back around? I do. Yeah, we're good at this. So, <laughs> I, I'm i running along, and I see a deer. I'm like, hey, look at deer. That's cool. And, again, music, because I'm by myself. And the deer is not on the trail, but really close to it. Like, yeah. not, there's a little strip of grass between the trail and the woods. That's where the deer is. The deer is looking at me. Which is which, not... This makes you uncomfortable. I don't like direct eye contact from <laughs> from, from animals. So, the deer is looking at me, and I'm running, and i got to go... I've got to go pretty close to where the deer is. Now, normally when you approach the deer, they run away. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I don't bother them. They don't bother me. They're, okay, not, they're good, not aggressive. No. We have a good thing going. So, I look over. I'm basically next to the deer at this point. This deer is not moving. It is locked on me. I look over, and behind the deer, I swear to God, there were 20 more deer in the woods all looking at me. <laughs> and I'm How like... How creepy is this? It was so creepy. How creepy. And there was nobody around, so, like, I couldn't... If the deer had decided to eat me, I'm like, oh, shit, this is how I go, I guess. <laughs> I'm getting real cursy on here. It's okay. I'm sorry. You're having a lot of feelings. Apparently. It's like you're reliving these experiences. Man. It's Okay. It's very, like, maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe the swearing will endear me to the listener. <laughs> yeah. You like that? The deer in our living room sure did. You spit a little bit. That was great. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah. So, these deer are all, the deers are all looking at me. And I'm running by. And so then I get past the gaggle of deer. And I realize if they were running at me, I would have no way of knowing it because I've got my music on. And so I do the thing where I turn around, and the one deer is still there staring at me. And so I turn back around. I'm like, okay, maybe if I just don't look at them, they'll leave. So then I get a few steps further, and I can't help myself at this point. So I turn around really quickly. Like, I do this, like, quick look thing. So, like, like look at the deer. Character. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do that, and then I trip. My, my feet get tangled up. So I didn't fall down, but I did that thing where you're running and swimming at the same time. Yeah. 
for you. You're like swinging your arms wildly as you're trying not to eat it. And I did, like I said, I didn't fall down. I came as close to a human being can to falling down without actually falling down. Yeah. Um, and the deer never did chase me, but I spent the rest of the run in sheer terror that they were going to be behind me, like <laughs> vultures. Ready to pick at your corpse. Yeah. So I saw a bunch of terrifying, like, <laughs> Kentucky deliverance deer yep. who wanted to devour my carcass. They were, the, they lived at the Flying Saucer House. I did not they were care coming. To, they were coming to find me. By way of you. I didn't like the way they were eyeballing me. <sighs> All right. So tell a story about the time you accidentally ran up a mountain. And then, oh my gosh, we're almost an hour in. Yeah, that's okay. This will be the last one. Um, is it just the fact that I ran up the mountain? Or is there something? Because I saw some stuff, but nothing that was like particularly... I just like the story that you decided... Fascinating. You were... okay. so I'll... How about this? How about this? I will tell my version of the oh. story because all I know is very... I know like two okay. sentences of There the is one thing that I saw that was really funny. All right, so include that. So I know you were in San Diego. Yes. And you decided you were going to go on a run. Yeah. And you decided to make it a longer run because you were in San Diego and you were enjoying the, I wanted we- to the see weather was nice. The it was cold was nice. here. It was Christmas. Yes. It was Christmas time here, so it was cold. Yeah. And I wanted to see my um so my mom live my mom and stepdad live in this beautiful neighborhood in San Diego and they're right on a ravine and it's just gorgeous. Nature trails everywhere. Um and Whenever I'm out there, I like to do at least one long run so I can go out and do some trail running and see the see the beautiful landscape. Um, so I got it in my head, like, I'm going to go do this trail run. And I've gotten soft. Um, when I lived in Pennsylvania the, with the Appalachian Trail and all that, like, if you went for a trail run, you were running on actual trails. Um, here in the Columbus area, it's kind of hard to find, like, a wilderness trail. The the, the, the <clears throat> trail... Good Lord. Porky pig. <laughs> trail running in Ohio is basically running on a paved surface. Or, like, through the crushed woods. gravel. Or, like, hard-packed earth. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of changes in grade. And you're just sort of, like... It's nice. It's a comfortable run, but it's not mm-hmm. a challenging run. So I'm like, I'm going to go run this trail. And don't know a whole lot about elevation, like, what it actually means. But I'm like, that's a big number. Whatever. It'll be fine. So I go out into the wilderness and I just start running. And I have um, the, there's a trail running app that I was using. So I at least had the map on. And I decide I'm going to do about nine miles. And here in Ohio, that wouldn't have been such a big deal because I'd be running on pavement. I'd be going like downtown and back. In San Diego, I'm going like up vertical hills, down boulder strewn pathways across creeks so at one point i was i had to wade through a creek up to about mid-calf and i'm just having a blast like i'm loving it. i'm filthy i'm covered in mud you got your trail shoes on i got my trail shoes on there's sage plants everywhere it smells amazing um there's signs like warning me about snakes i'm like this is great so i get to the part where the trail's gonna loop back around and I can take it then back to my parents' neighborhood. So I've gone out one side of the trail, around the mountain, and I'm going to come back over the mountain. And that's how I'm going to get home. And um, so I just, I go for it. I take a little break. I drink some water. And I'm like, I'm off again. And at this point, I'm seeing signs that are like yellow caution signs for drivers, but also for hikers, where it's the side of a cliff and a little stick figure falling down off the cliff with a boulder <laughs> following after it. Oh my I'll goodness. see if I can find the picture because I took it to send it to Allie because yeah, yeah. she loves signs like that right. where it's like stick figures in mortal peril. Right. peril. She, man, she does. She does. 
And so I'll find the picture. We'll put it on Instagram. And I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. Oh, well. (laughs) So I'm out there running and I'm still running. And it's the kind of thing where I'm having to like climb up and down um, rock faces. And so there's some running, but there's also a lot of walking and sort of mountain goat type stuff happening. And then I get to the point where I'm just... Mountain goat type stuff. Yeah, where I'm hopping up and down over boulders. Okay. I didn't know if there was something you needed to talk to me about. And I was riding a mountain goat. (laughs) So I'm... Then I get to the point where it's just a vertical incline, and I'm going up to the summit of this hill. And I'm going up to the summit of this hill. And I'm still going up this hill. And I'm having to walk at this point, and it's so steep that I'm leaning forward and using my hands to help pull me up. And... Like, I guess some people would get discouraged and feel like they fucked up. But I'm like, sorry, F-bomb. Maybe we'll bleep it. Should we bleep it? We'll do it when we do some video editing. Okay. (laughs) Um, But not me. I'm just like, I'm still going for it. And then I get to the top of the mountain. And I'm at the top of a mountain. And I look around. And I'm at the highest point that I can see for miles around me. You have to duck so the International Space Station doesn't hit you as it goes by? I am, like... I'll have to look and see what the elevation was. But yeah, space station's up there. I can see, like, Jupiter is right there in my face. You're like, hey, what's going on with North Korea? Right? What do those guys have going on? Oh, my God. And then I'm like, well, I got to go down. Like, I got myself up here. (laughs) And then I have this moment where I'm trying to figure out what the, which is the trail. There's several different directions I can go. And I realize that some of them are access roads for the giant power lines that are out here. And that's not what I want because that's just going to end in a power line. So I struggle a little bit. At this point, I'm realizing that I'm very thirsty and because I, I didn't bring a camel pack with me. I'm also realizing that I'm pretty tired and that it's starting to get late. And also the battery on my phone and my watch is starting to die. And I was like, this is going to turn into an episode of I Survived. They're going to have to come out here with helicopters and pluck me off this mountain. They'll never find me. I'll get eaten by a coyote or some rabid deer. Right. So finally I figure out which trail it is. And as I'm coming down the trail, I get to the point where I'm pretty sure I can see my parents' neighborhood or at least a neighborhood. And I'm starting to like tell myself, okay, when I get to houses, if I don't know where I am, I can knock on a door and I can ask for help. And that's when like the phone dies. I have no GPS. I have no tunes. And it's just me alone trying to make it down the mountain. So as I get to the trail that I recognize, because I get back into the area where there's lots of sagebrush, and I'm just like running, trying to get to civilization, the sun is going down, and then I arrive at the trailhead at my parents' neighborhood. And I just like, this rush of joy, I ran back to their house, no joke, with like a seven minute mile pace (laughs) after running nine miles up the mountain. (laughs) I am just like a flying down the road. I get in the front door, and I get this look from my mom like, where the hell have you been? Yeah. And I was just like, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I got lost on a mountain. She's like, you can't leave the house anymore, honey. You're forbidden. Yeah, for future reference, like, if your phone's <laughs> going to die and you're out in the wilderness, at least put it in low power mode. Don't keep listening to your music. But I needed the dub. GPS. I said I called you a dub. Instead a of dub. dub. <laughs> you dub. <laughs> But yeah, on that run, in addition to seeing all of the wonderful wilderness and the glimmer of my own mortality, um, I did get to see that really funny sign of the guy falling off the mountain. Totally worth it. That could have been me. Totally worth it. If you died, it would have been great because you saw that sign that one time. Ryan's actually kind of pissed at me right now. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> we were dating at the time. You've made terrible decisions. And um, I, the, so the last time I was in San Diego last year, so this was two years ago, I went for a trail run, did not go deep into the wilderness, but took a picture of the pass that mm-hmm. I came over in that last run and sent it to him. And he was just kind of like, huh, neat. Yeah. Way to, way to almost kill yourself. I mean, definitely your limits. Well, apparently my limits that I hadn't uh, yeah, reached them. You hadn't reached I them, hadn't yeah. reached them. <laughs> yeah. Run till you die. Joke's on you. Apparently. Yeah. All right. I showered forever after that. I believe it. Was it was so filthy. Oh my God, I can only imagine how dirty you were. Because, I mean, you get dirty like on a paved road. I know. It's like you always have dirt all over your legs. It's like, how did you even do that? No, how I, was, was, that I was covered. How is that possible? Oddly enough, I did not fall down. You would think I would have fallen down on that one. I would think it would lend itself to it. So what time is this? So we're actually running a race tomorrow. We are. Um, the, we hungry, do, the Hungry Turkey. We do the Hungry Turkey here in Columbus, Ohio every year. Yep. Um, and so this is, uh, we're very excited about doing this race this year. Um, I guess as excited as This is as our third year are. in a row. Third year. So we're, we're pretty pumped to do that. Um, we're going to go run and, and get turkeys. Actually, my, my set my, my PR in a 5K uh, comes from this race. This was last year. Mm-hmm. That was the race where I was racing that little kid and I was starting to get tunnel vision. <laughs> that kid started way ahead of me. She so. was an animal, though. She was fast. Yeah. Um, my chip time was well above hers, though, or well below hers. So I was faster. I'm just going to put that You feel there. good about that? Yeah. <laughs> I worked hard on that race, man. I, I You talk about, you know, I know running a mountain is tough with rattlesnakes and falling boulders and everything. Oh, yeah, but I was lost. super slow. But I was running a 5K in the city and set a PR. That is way harder against like a fourth grader. I won though. You did. Yeah. So she wasn't a fourth grader. She was a, a she was a, a runner. I mean, she was like a regular person. I mean, <laughs> stop talking. So anyway, so we're going to go run this thing tomorrow, but I don't have any idea. Do you know what time it is tomorrow? Like, I don't. It's probably eight or seven or something. I don't, don't know. Race that. times are weird. We should probably look it up. We should probably should. We should up like an hour late, like the true, like the, the color run. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the jerks. We're here. As it turns out, we were on time for that. So, all right. Well, listen, thanks for listening uh, to another episode of The Fun Run. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of fun recording these, and I hope it shows. Mm-hmm. We do. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, you have an outtake for us or an outro? Uh, something about, like, we hope to see you running soon. God, you're looking at me like I just I, farted in church. <laughs> I was waiting for the rest of it. No, that's it. Oh, uh, okay. Because it was things seen while running. Hey, maybe you'll see us while running. If you see us, don't make up a story about us. That's mean. Just come talk to us. We'll run with you. We will. Not only will we run with you, we'll be really excited to do it, too. We will. We'll ask you about your shoes. Yeah, we will. Because we just Tell got Tell us about shoes. your shoes. Will you please, please... Talk to us about your shoes. And we'll probably have some questions about why you run and, like, how much you run and what races you do, if any at all. I and mean, do you want to be our friend? Yeah. I mean, because it's like, you know, we ran for – I ran for a while and I didn't do races and I loved running just as much. Um, so, yeah, it's just – I want to hear your running story. So come find us. Don't be a creep, though. If you're, like, a creep <laughs> – if you're a creep, don't do that. Like, know, know your role. Like, it's, seriously, if you're a psycho murder creep, don't, like, don't come talk to us. We don't want to get murdered. You can talk to me. No, they really can't talk to you. I'm into it. I Getting murdered? Well, no, I really like... No, because the rule about creeps is you just got to be creepier. Like, if you encounter a creep... You are capable of doing that. You just got to... You got to out-creep them. I've seen you have some conversations where I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Like, I'll dude, mess around. Like, dude, you have a kid. Don't, don't come at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Uh, I will haunt your dreams. <laughs> say the thing that people aren't supposed to do. Rate, review, and subscribe. I always think it's rate, like, and subscribe. You can like it too. Yay. I mean, if you don't should like it. Should we say it, the things they say on the YouTube videos? The the people should we be like, smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs>
Smash that subscribe button. Five those stars. People are always, they're very bossy on YouTube. They're Five like, them up. They're like, you gotta like it, you gotta subscribe it, and turn on the notifications. It's like, geez, I just want to watch a video about, like, aliens. I don't ever, why did I say that? I've never, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Aliens are, like, the one thing I don't get excited about. I know, aliens are boring. Oh, and listen, be sure to listen to the upcoming episodes of The Fun Run, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, at now because <gasps> we have a new we, yeah, sh- Don't spoil it. <laughs> We have a new... I almost tackled you just now. <laughs> he almost put his finger on my lips to shush me. Just directly in your mouth. <laughs> Quiet, woman. So we we have... Uh, we're going to have a special announcement coming very soon mm-hmm. about a new project that we're working on that's in this realm. So we are very excited. We are pumped for I know. this. We have been... We came up with it on the way back from Philadelphia. So you know it's going to be good because we yeah. were riding high on yeah. that Philadelphia brotherly love. We were. We, we were. were. We were feeling mm-hmm. good. And so we're going to have a new announcement. So um, RM Radio Now will have a... Uh, uh, big announcement coming. I don't know how big it is. It's big to us. Big to us. Yeah, big to us. And so we're going to have that coming very soon. Um, so keep an eye out. But make sure you follow us on Instagram for all the good all the good time photos. And I mean, not like that. Not like weird or anything. Like <laughs> You're very concerned with coming across as creepy. I don't want to be a creep. You know what? It's hard. You, <laughs> you know? have to out-creep the creep. It's the only way. That's fine. It's the only way. It is the only way. It's the only way through. That's what Darth Vader says. There's no over, under. there's no under, there's no around, there's only just creep right through. Like John Waters. <laughs> See, there's always a moment in the podcast where you say something and I can just let it hang out there and then you'll follow it up with something funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love you. You're I love the, you too. You're, you're the best. So, all right. Thanks for running through that with us and we will see you next time on... The Fun Run. The Fun Run.